All right, this week we're just trucking right along. Can you believe it? No warnings, no fine print. This is just going to be like a time to have some fun, hum along, nothing angry, nothing chaotic in the cosmos, and let's just enjoy it and soak it up. All right. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. So hello, everyone. I am your girl, Maddie Murphy. I am your cosmic consultant at your service, just giving you the rundown, the lowdown, what's happening up in those big gaseous bodies, those planets. What are they up to? What are they all about? How does it affect us here on Earth? How can we be aware, prepared, and just ready to be the cosmic bad bitch that you're here to be? If you're new here, I'm going to give you the moon reports, your emotional weather. We're going to talk about if astrology isn't real, then why does all this crazy stuff happen? That's exactly in line with astrology from the week behind us. And then we're going to talk about the week ahead. It's just your forecast. It's what's happening. What are the need to know things in astrology broken down in what I hope is relatable, easy to understand, digestible language. Before we get into all that, we got to do like the Virgo announcements, the housekeeping, the what for, what's going on. Our new course platform is launched. If you've been here for a while and you want to take this one step further, we have our foundational fundamental course, uh, Real Self Love. It's a 21-day journey just to rewire everything you have going on. Like we talk about self-love from a mindset perspective. We talk about it from a spirituality perspective. We talk about it from an embodiment perspective because, you know, self-love, it's great. We know we need it. But then, of course, my Virgo ass is always like, but how? Like break it down for me, please. So we get into the science of it. We get into the spirituality of it. We get into the sensuality of it. You know how we do. Every day you get a Cosmic Rx, you get an affirmation, you get some homework. It's like all of my favorite fundamental tools I use with my clients in like one spot. And you know, 21 days to make a habit, 21 days to change your life. Check that out. We also have some other courses, Authentic Manifesting, like a mini workshop. We have, if you're going to go deep dive, we have the Magic of You self-guided astrology course where I teach you how to read yourself to filth and read other people's charts as a way to tap into really soul-based astrology and tap into your superpowers and you know your shadows and how to share your stardust with the world, okay? So all of that um, we'll have in the show notes. That's through our Kajabi, Cosmic Rx. And you know, again, if you miss the enrollment for the Cosmic Fit Club community, this is a great way to sort of like 
get your feet wet, enjoy the enrollment in the fall. And I love, 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 love hearing from you who have taken those courses. A lot of you have found this podcast because you took the Real Self Love course or Magic of You. And it just gets me hyped to watch my freaking baddies step into their power and like learn things. And listen, I don't love a lot of online courses. So I try to keep it very digestible, very fun, and just something you can do at your own pace because life is wild, right? Other announcement, leave a rating review. You know what I'm going to say. It's the podcast thing. Let's just talk about if you don't know how to do it. I think, I don't know how to do it on Spotify, but I know on iTunes, you go down to the bottom, you pick the stars you want, leave a little review. It could be one sentence and make sure you make your username, your Instagram handle so I can come find you. I'm going to pick the cancer season winner next week. So if you want to win a one-on-one free hour with me, um, coaching session, birth chart reading, an intuitive card and crystal session, it's yours. You get to pick what you want to do. I'm having so much fun. I read for the winter of Taurus season this past week, and we had a freaking blast. I love getting to know who's listening to this podcast too, and the amazing things that you're up to and all the magic you're making in the world. So leave that reading review. I don't know how much longer I'm going to do that style contest, So, but for now we're doing it. We're doing it, doing it, doing it. Let's talk about the recap from the week behind because like I don't have as long of a list this week, but the things that are on it are so freaking weird. How could you ever not connect them to astrology? Okay, so here it is. If astrology isn't real, then why did we have Jupiter and Pisces? Pisces is water energy. Jupiter expands, magnifies, was making a trine to the sun and moon in Cancer, another water sign. Did we have crazy flash flooding storms? Like people texted me and DM me like the sky is crying right now. There was wild flooding in New York City, heavy rain. Um, and it's been going on for a while. It's tied all together too. It's like there was videos on Diet Prada, a bunch of different news outlets, videos of people like like swimming down the steps in New York City, um, you know, flooding coming in every angle, little geyser fountains in the streets, which ties into what my cosmic baddies, Saturn square Uranus, which is testing our infrastructures, testing, it's like shaking the foundation. What do we need to change Uranus and Taurus to our structures, Saturn in Aquarius? We talked about it all year. We've been seeing, you know, the heat and power going out in Texas, the power grids going out from the heat now with the water in New York. Also, if you came to my 2021 astrology webinar, which we'll have on the Kajabi courses to download, I talked about the summer, Jupiter and Pisces watched out for flash flooding, issues around water, also water like becoming a commodity and all those things we've seen play out. That's also giving us a sneak peek for 2022. So if you live somewhere that's a flood zone, If these foundations have been tested for you, I really encourage you to the best of your capabilities to just try and put together an action plan for that because that's going to be a larger theme we're going to see unfold in 2022. And then I only have two things this week because these two things just had me shook. That was just so Jupiter and Pisces, so cancer season to me. And I, I just pray that everyone was safe during that time. And it was just a deluge of rain. It's been nonstop. And the other thing that came up was just so I was shooketh, a BBC article, well, multiple articles that 
Neptune, literally, which is in Pisces right now, which Pisces is ruled by Neptune, and Jupiter is in Pisces, so Jupiter is expanding Neptune energy. Neptune like appeared um, in this uh, place in East Sussex called New Haven. Look up, Google it. It's on the BBC. It's literally the sighting of a face of a Roman god captured by BBC photographer Jeff Overs. There's a wave crashing on a wall, and it's like literally you can see Neptune's face in it. There's a phenomenon, pareidolia, when an image is seen in an otherwise like random visual pattern. To me also, that's like oracle shit. If you guys know me, you know I talk about there's just signs everywhere. Everything is an oracle if you're paying attention. And the fact that the super like secular normcore muggle uh, press outlet, the, bubble, the BBC, was like, whoa, that's wild. Like Neptune's face was in that. The fact that that's what they saw that's how real the energy is that we're feeling around us of like Neptune, Jupiter, and Pisces. Look it up. Honestly, those are my only two. If astrology isn't real, then why? Because kind of like in a court case, I'm like, that's all the evidence we need for today. I'm dropping the mic. I'm not really going to drop my mic because I like my Yeti mic and it's like kind of expensive. So, but you know, just I'm doing it in my mind. I'm dropping my mic and I'm leaving. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about the moon report. This is your inner emotional weather for the week ahead. Like I said, this whole week, I just want us to enjoy it. It's a little mellow. We just had the Venus-Mars conjunction in Leo. Things are just going to feel a little lighter, a little bit more to the end of July. Like We get to enjoy ourselves. Isn't that a novel concept? Just take these moon reports with a grain of salt. Take them just you know to tend to yourself, but just know that the overall vibe, I want us to be relaxed. I want us to make time for joy and just it's open. Mercury is not retrograde anymore. We feel an openness happening around us. On Friday, the day this drops, the moon's in Libra. Mm, Mellow. Love it. Make time for love. Relationships make time for art. Go freaking get your nails done. Get your eyebrows done. Moon in Libra is a great day to do beauty rituals and moon in Scorpio days and Saturday, Sunday for the weekend. Moon and Scorpio days can definitely make us feel more inner turmoil coming out. Um, our insecurities can come out. But it's also a great day on the positive side to do like sex magic or sex work, be sexy. So I'm going to say watch out for Saturday and Sunday into Monday, feeling jealous, feeling obsessive, feeling like someone's out to get you, paranoid in any way. Just be aware of that. Maybe like, mm, is that me or is it the moon and Scorpio? Maybe she was born with it. Maybe it's the Scorpio moon making her feel that way. And I want you to flip that, reverse it, transmute it like Scorpio does. And I want you to turn that into like, I am a bad bitch. I am sexy. Why would I be insecure? Because I exude magnetism and power, which is Scorpio's other gift. I want you to put on some sexy ass lingerie under whatever you're wearing, or I want you to like rub yourself in some yummy oils. And I just want you to walk around like you have all the power of the universe in your hips and lips. Okay. And that's how we deal with that in Scorpio moon days in the summer. Then we have Tuesday, Wednesday, the moon moves into Sag. Oh, it starts Monday night. So Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sag moon, playful, love it. Sag moon, it just wants to go, wants to be social, wants to be out. Go do a little like day trip somewhere. Check out a new restaurant. Be lit up in that way. Sag moon, watch out for um, 
being overly blunt though during Sag Mundi is watch your tongue a little bit. You might be teasing someone and it goes a little too far in a Sag Mundi, right? Like, oops, it's more like rewind, delete, delete what I just said. So just be aware of that. Have fun. A lot of optimism these days, but we just want to look out for like those things that slip out and slip out. Okay. That we can't take back. And then Wednesday night into Thursday, we have moon in Capricorn uh, leading up to the full moon in Aquarius that'll be happening. I just want you to think about, you know, tending to, you know, that's like getting shit done energy. You might feel like, you know what, I'm ready to kind of something I've been putting off, go do it. You know, if you've been meaning to send an application or send an email or go over some of your finances, get that done. Capricorn moon days, it just feels good. And again, you're really supported in that energy. So that's your moon report. That's the internal, that's just your like emotional self-care, your emotional weather report for the week. And let's talk about what we can expect with the planets going on. I'm going to keep this short this week because it is summer. We are loving life. It is hot girl summer. It is witch bitch summer. We're doing it all. We're doing nothing at all. We're doing the most. We're doing the least. Shout out to Heather McMahon. If anybody knows her, listens to this podcast, she is like my dream guest to get on here. And she just has so many good isms. She's like a modern day like prophet, but like as a comedian on social media and wearing leopard print. And uh, she, that's like, you know, we're doing the most, we're doing the least. That's what I want you to think about for this week ahead. I want you to do the most in that I want you to have fun. I want you to feel lit up. I want you to say yes to things and I want you to be creative and I want you to just live your wild ass truth. But I also want you to do the least of like, enjoy yourself. June was rough. June was rocky. You know, we wait all year for summer and a lot of people do. And then we get so distracted or stressed out, we don't enjoy it. So what can you do to just enjoy that summer energy life? Again, this is if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. Life is just a little easier when it's warm out, right? In the summer. That's why like, we love warm climate places because things are just a little, you know, summer is about like enjoying yourself, relaxing. Winter is a little bit more about like survival and going inward. So I just want you to enjoy that. I keep saying it. I said enjoy like 15 times. That's how serious I am. I want you to enjoy it. <laughs> are we picking it up yet? Um, some things that happened last week that I didn't really get super into in the energy report because I try to keep these like 30 to 35 minutes. Palace went retrograde. Palace is an asteroid or a cometary body. And also had Chiron just went retrograde on the 15th. And Chiron, again, is an asteroid. These are not like, they don't affect us as much as the planets when they go retrograde, but asteroids in your birth chart or in day-to-day astrology, they're like filling in nuances of the story. They're giving us other things to look at. So I just encourage you to look up Pallas in your chart, look up Chiron, especially Chiron. I have all my clients uh, look at Chiron. It's a great uh, jumping off point to understand some of your shadow work you're doing, inner child healing work you're doing. But also Chiron is the wounded healer. So came, you know, the story of Chiron came here with a wound that was something that had to do with his parents, but then ended up being, you know, this, I'm, I'm giving you such like a, brief synopsis, but that ended up 
could heal other people as a teacher um, and use the gifts of like his wound to help others. So sometimes, you know, Chiron can really represent our raw spots, our negative core beliefs, our, our shame, you know, things around abandonment, things around just feeling like not enough. Go to your Chiron, look at the sign it's in, and also look at the house it's in because it spends a long time in a sign. So my Chiron's in Gemini. A lot of my friends have Chiron and Gemini who are born around the same time as me, but look at the house, okay? And this is where you want to understand, like, this is where I should really focus on healing things in myself, but rewriting old stories, integrating parts of myself, letting this part of myself actually be really seen, taking that part of myself out of the shadow, and then figuring out what were the tools that helped me do that, because that's part of what you're meant to share. If you're on a soul-based journey, which spoiler alert, you are, even if you don't realize it. So getting to know that, um, I just wanted to bring it up because Chiron went retrograde. And during this time, it's a key in the, the glyph of Chiron is a key. Um, it unlocks your gifts. It unlocks your potential. It unlocks your medicine. So using Chiron retrograde just to kind of take some time and awareness and intention around that. Amazing. It's great. We love this. If you want me to do like a longer episode on Chiron, let me know. And then Palace retrograde. I'm, I don't work with Palace as much TBH. There are astrologers who just work with the asteroids and I don't want to even like put myself on their level, but Palace, uh, the allegorical stories around you know anyone from mythology. The stories can be very problematic AF in present day. So Palace was said to be fully formed in armor, born from the head of her father Zeus, and she's talked about a lot as the embodiment of like wisdom and strategy. But the tricky thing about Palace is that like whose definition of wisdom and strategy? It's like oh she's a woman, but she was born from the head of her of her father, who's a god, who's a man. So as you could guess it, her identity and her barometer and her standard for her strength is very much based on like patriarchal standards. And it has to do with, you know, how strategic she was in war, but also her chastity and her virtue and how she's kind of this champion of like masculine dynamics. So Palace retrograde is a great time to kind of unplug from that in your own mind of like, what, what, what do I judge my strength against? What do I judge my success in life against? What do I judge my virtue perceived? Like what, what, what are these barometers I'm using? Whose standards am I, am I using to define those things for myself? How can I rewrite that? And look to palace in your chart. It does help. You know, it's also where you're like a, have an extra like that strategist mind, um, you know, how you recognize and solve puzzles, how you think on your feet, your wit. It has another way of tapping into your personal power through your palace, but also it's just, you know, mm, detaching from that patriarchal boys club definition of all of that is going to really help. Okay. I saw an article one time that talked about palace shadow energy is like overly associated with like cool girl or like that thing. Like I'm not like other girls, like I'm a cool girl. And it's like, no, we want to like Mm, we want to be cool in our own standards and we want to actually support and uplift other women. And we want to understand that there's many ways to be cool. It doesn't have to be just, you know, being in the boys club. And I, this is someone from my perspective. I literally in college was like in the boys club. Like I had a, what do they call it? An honorary spot and like some frat. I was very tomboyish. And I just wanted to share this story because 
you know, I want to be honest about some of my shadows too. Like when I was in college, I thought it was cool to not be like other girls because I was like, I'm chill. I'm cool. But like, honestly, I had my own shadow awakening moments. I had moments of realizing that was such fucking bullshit. And that actually (laughs) the women in my life were dope and strong and amazing and powerful and multiverses contained within them. I had to just look and do a lot of my own inner work about that. A lot to unpack there. Too much to talk about now. But just wanted to throw that out there. Like I said, it's mellow. It's like, this is like mellow time. You ever have like a class and you're like, we don't really have any like papers due right now. So if you want to like tend to some old project or do some extra credit homework or something on the side, your teacher's like, I guess that's what I'm giving you right now. This is like extra credit from the universe because we have a mellow week. And the only big transit coming up on the 21st, which will be right at the end of the week is Venus is entering Virgo. So... The love planet is entering Virgo right before Leo season. And there's so much that I could say about Venus and Virgo. But the thing I want to leave you with your like main cosmic RX is I want you to think about how love and strong relationships with yourself or other, they're built on small things, right? Small words, small acts of service, small ways of showing up, small gestures, So Venus in Virgo is a great time to fine tune, like Venus in Leo is all over the top, PDAs, flair, drama. Venus in Leo is like that person who does like a flash mob to propose to someone. It's like over the top love. And Venus in Virgo is like, yeah, you did that flash mob, but do you remember how I like my coffee? You know, do you start my car for me when it's cold outside? Do you remember like the brand of conditioner that I like? Do you maybe clean up my house when you know I've had a stressful week and you like surprise me, dinner's made and the house is tidy and the laundry's put away and it's like, oh, that's amazing. So when Venus is in Virgo for the next few weeks, I want you to think about acts of service. The Gottman Institute talks about how small things keep love alive. My friend Colin taught me that um, and I've done some, you know, deeper diving with the Gottman Institute on that. And it's so true. This is our Venus in Virgo mantra. Okay. Um, So if you're in a relationship, think about those small things. What can you do? Those little tiny acts of devotion that lead up to big love and, and strong relationships. If you're single and if you're in a relationship, I want you to figure out what are those things you want to do for yourself? How can you you know, restructure your daily rituals and routines to show up for yourself in those little ways. Uh, Virgo rules like health and well-being too. So recommitting to any of that. And if you're single and ready to mingle and looking for love, this is a great time to rewrite your dating profiles, to maybe rewrite your dream partner list or any small action step to put yourself out there. But just look out for being overly critical or super, super picky because sometimes Venus and Virgo can have like, we want to have high standards, but not like impossible standards. Okay. And and for all of us, well, Venus is in Virgo, just looking out for like hyper criticism of our, ourself and our partners. Okay. Also, it's a great time to just, yeah, like taking that fine tooth comb over our finances, cancel some of those subscription services you forgot about, like clean up. It's like a cleaning up time, little tiny details. Oh, that's Venus and Virgo. Like I said, it's a light week. That's it. That's your energy report. This is a short one. It's still like 25 minutes. I God, I just, I just know how to talk. So if you want to take that extra credit, look at your palace, look at your Chiron. Of course, I love hearing from you. Slide 
into the DMs, tag me on the Cosmic RX of you just living your truth, living your like hot girl summer, enjoying yourself. Tag me in the stuff that you see that's like, if astrology isn't real, then why? And slide in my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy. And let me know how you like the episode. Let me know what's coming up for you. Let me know what else you want to talk about here. This is all for you, okay? I'm going to say my buzzword of the week one more time. Enjoy yourself. Put joy back into yourself. Cultivate joy. Live in it. And just let yourself be present, okay? Doing the most. Doing the least. Love you, baddies. I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.